the real pandemic and just hear me out here the real pandemic something even worse than what's going on right now and that's for a different conversation but you, you see what i'm saying the real pandemic is here it's not out there it's in here and it's been going on for a lot longer than what's been happening now has been going on for so before i start i just want to give a quick shout out to sean ream but um he's a great guy great fan of the show just had a kid too so wish him all the best but the thing about project lotus in today's episode is that it kind of makes me laugh because if you don't laugh then you start to get anxious about it because the names that they give these prod projects are so gleeful and so enlightening and they, they appear to be so happy. And yes, obviously everyone would say, Dave, this is just a form of deceit on the front end. But we got so much to connect here that we have to take our time, but I have to do it as quickly and as articulate as possible because there's just so much here. Now, first off, we need to understand who Dr. Dan Burrish is. Now, according to PRweb.com, Dr. Dan Burrish, and many other sources too, by the way, was a biologist who was working specifically with the Greys in the deep underground military bases, not just in Area 51 in Los Alamos, but in other underground bases all across North America, so Canada and the United States. Now, I'm putting the picture up on the screen right now. He has presented evidence to suggest, and I'm not saying it's 100% certain, but just hear me out, to suggest that he was in fact a member that had clearance to this type of levels of classification. Now, according to prweb.com, here's what we're going to look at. On April 8th, 2004, and this was covered up very quickly, an article began to circulate among media organizations and the internet claiming that Daniel Castellas Burrish, PhD, a microbiologist who has worked in the black projects that deal with extraterrestrial races and technologies, wants to disclose information of his classified activities to the U.S. Congress. And they provide a link for that. Such testimony would presumably disclose an extraterrestrial presence on Earth that has been suppressed from public knowledge for over five decades at the very least. Now, such testimony, if occurred, would formally begin a post-disclosure world where the general public would have to suddenly deal with a myriad number of issues associated with the extraterrestrial presence. End quote. Now, Here's what we need to understand, first off, before I jump into the more in-depth situations. Dr. Dan Burrish, allegedly, and there's evidence to suggest this, was part of the second or third generation of the Majestic 12 team. Now, for those who don't know, I've done an episode on this before. The Majestic 12 was essentially a team that was formed shortly after World War II to reverse engineer UFO craft, study the uh, actual extraterrestrials in these crafts, and all that. Now... The next thing I want to jump to, and I'll put it up on the screen right now, is nothing new. It is the CIA documents regarding the Stargate process. However, there are a handful of documents that describe eyewitness testimony of volunteers who the CIA recruited many, many years ago that were doing remote viewing and astral projection ascension and descension into lower fourth dimensional vibrational realms. Now, what does this have to do with Dr. Dan Burrish? You'll hear me out. So... Dr. Dan Burrish, when he was working on all of this, essentially said that the Greys were probes. And yes, obviously we know that, but the Greys were sending him telepathic messages, pretty much warning against the decisions that the CIA was using in the remote viewing process to deal with what they call the lizard people. Now, just hear me out here. This is a little bit of a stretch, but just bear with me. So the lizard people, as many of us know, are considered to be the reptilians. Now, listen, we have a lot of different reptilian animals on this planet. And so I would not rule out the fact that is there some type of mutated or naturally evolved descendant 
of these reptilians, honestly, look, I wouldn't rule it out. When you look at the abilities that reptilians have biologically, I wouldn't rule anything out, but just bear with me. Now, these lizard people, as described by the volunteers that were doing the ga these gateway process experiments with the CIA, said that these lizard people told them that what was happening here was that they needed to expand their frequential poles and frequential stations as they refer to them. What are these frequential stations? Okay, they're the cell towers. Now, ironically enough, around the same time that this started to slowly declassify and leak of earlier this year, back in the summer, what we're going to notice here is a handful of articles, according to CNET, FCC.gov, and many different places are talking about how the FCC has just allowed and approved for the ushering in of five times more of the increase of 5G towers. Now, before you say, holy crap, this guy's jumping all over the place. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Just bear with me because this is going to come full circle, please. Now, the next thing we need to understand is that Dr. Dan Burrish has said that this gray alien that he called by the name of Ray has been telling him to be very careful and for the human race to be very vigilant against these lizard people, particularly because they exist within the lower fourth vibrational frequent frequential dimension. Now, this is not to say because we've got to look at all the aspects here, guys. This is not to say that this gray alien that he nicknamed Ray is telling him the truth or maybe he's got his own agenda. And because he's a probe and some type of biologically created AI, if we want to call it artificial intelligence, what we're going to see here is that he, in fact, maybe this gray might be pushing an agenda as well. And so we can't rule this out. Now, here's where it gets very interesting. These lizard people allegedly warned these remote viewers in the CIA, all in the documents, allegedly warned them of a Nephilim program. Now, they didn't say it exactly like that, but they mentioned multiple off-world beings ancient ones that are currently in stasis now ironically enough there's a youtube video going around and i'll put it up on the screen right now for those of you on youtube there's a youtube video going around of an alleged nephilim and ironically youtube is covering up all of these videos now i'm not saying it's real i cannot prove that it is real but i'm not saying that it is fake either so i just need you guys to bear with me here so as we take a look at this what we're going to see is that this seems like a non-human in stasis in a sort of coma because stasis means kind of not dead not alive but sort of in a neutral kind of state i guess you could say um we would define it as humans as putting someone into cryo sleep or in a coma or something like this right where there's subconscious is still functioning but their conscious mind is in a, a form of i guess we could say being frozen in time for example now dr dan burrish allegedly after he tried to expose this to congress wanted to specifically talk about a nephilim program where they use the genetics of this nephilim that is currently in stasis to mutate it into a much more dramatic like being now this sounds like maybe some plot from a hollywood movie to destroy the world and this this and that it's not that it's going to connect to a lot of other episodes coming over the next handful of days but what we need to understand here is that the increase in the FCC's ability to want to push these communication pillars, as well as the increase in these lizard people speaking about and talking about how this needs to be done and this gray alien warning against that. We need to look at all the angles. Now, allegedly, and we got to be careful because this is not black and white. This is not simple. Allegedly, the Nordics utilize the grays as a form of telecommunication, uh, sorry, not telecommunication, as a form of telepathic communication. And they use this because they don't want to travel from their home planet and come all the way here, especially when they have agreements with the United States government, right? Now, the next thing we need to understand, too, though, is that when we look at an article from The Independent, 
It says here, NASA plans to send shapeshifter robots to alien worlds in search of life. Okay, this is going to come full circle in the sense that these lizard people, and I know that gentlemen like David Icke and all that have spoken about this before, but these lizard people are influencing that of the 13 bloodlines and many different families around the world. And I know you before you turn off and turn away, you might say, holy crap, what's Dave talking about? But just hear me out if you haven't fully grasped what I'm trying to say here. These shapeshifter robots are not really robots. They're biological AIs that NASA is slowly but surely subconsciously preparing us through the public domain. Now, the expansion of these towers through the usage of the FCC, the 5G towers, and I know I could probably get kicked off of YouTube for even talking about this stuff, but whatever. Long story short, the towers emit frequencies. I, I, I would dare to say, based on my research and the research of others that have helped me produce this episode, I would dare to say these frequencies are not deathly. They're not there to kill everyone because the whole point is that if you're going to destroy an entire population, population, what's the use afterwards? What do you have to gain? Maybe if you want to take out certain um, certain factions of a population in order for population control to be the case, that's one thing. However, these towers are submitting and essentially infiltrating society, at least within the Western world, and it's going to go to Europe, it's going to go all over eventually, right? Which is why China's investing heavily in these towers in Africa, which doesn't make any sense at all. But long story short, they're a form of frequential suppression. And I would dare to say they're not as dangerous as people think in the sense of in terms of being in physical danger. But they're very dangerous for this for our minds, right? Now, the next thing we need to understand is critical race theory. Long story short, critical race theory, according to Wikipedia, is that First, it is loosely unified by two common themes, that white supremacy exists and exhibits power maintained over time, and in particular, that the law plays a role in this process. Second, that transforming the relationship between law and racial power, as well as achieving racial emancipation and anti-subordination more broadly, are possible, end quote. Now, I'm not going to get into the political aspect of it, because there's big arg arguments among intellectuals and all that now, which is ironic because you see the connection between the public domain of intellectual society and institutions, and you see how that connects directly to some of the messages that these people like Dr. Dan Burrish have been discussing within these top secret extraterrestrial classified Nephilim mutated programs. You see how it's all starting to add up. And so when you look at the critical race theory, when we look at it, what we're going to find here is that this is a very low level form of ideological suppression. Now, I do want to mention, it mentions white supremacy. I'm not speaking of that. I'm speaking of the fact that society is utilizing the har and harnessing the ability of one superior race over another, which is absolutely horrible. But why is this the case? Because division is what keeps them in control of us. Like I've said in the last few episodes, when there is a unison, it's much harder to control people. And so it's not about black people, white people, Asian people, Hispanic, what have you. It's not about that. They're using white people just as an example because that is the most, uh, I guess we could say, the most prime example to use. And is there racism in the world? Absolutely there is. But that's not the point of this episode. What I'm trying to say here is that critical race theory tends to divide in general. And I'm not an intellectual. I'm not like these gentlemen out there like Eric Weinstein or Jordan Peterson or those people that really have an understanding of these things. But it is the implementation of institutional suppression, both physically through the use of these frequential towers, as well as through the usage of this type of educational itinerary learning within the schools that is being brought down by the CIA and other factions of the military industrial complex that are that then being told to do this through the usage of lower frequential vibrational uh, telepathic communication. 
by these alleged lizard people. Now, I hope it's starting to make a little bit more sense to you guys. Now, I'm not trying to say that these lizard people quietly run the world, but listen, Phil Schneider, Al Bilek, Gary Webb, and now Dr. Dan Burrish have all said that the highest of the highest, the military industrial complex people, the 13 bloodlines, they're taking orders from a higher power. Now, is that higher power truly a higher power or a lower power? That's the next question we have to ask, right? Now, the next thing I want to mention, too, is that when we take a look at a lot of what's going on here, we're going to see that Dr. Dan Burrish literally was, in fact, and I'll put the picture up right now for you guys, had literally was, in fact, an employee for Area 51. He was also the same gentleman who traveled on the Project Janet Airlines, the just another non-existing terminal. And he described things that are exactly similar to Phil Schneider, Bob Lazar, and all of their testimonies as well. And Jacques Vallée too, by the way. Now, what we also have to notice here is that when we understand that mutated Nephilims are in fact a very real scenario, excuse me, we're going to see here that the purpose of the Nephilims may in fact be that of just having humans created for these lower vibrational beings, which will then harness the Nephilims to influence and physically dominate us, not in the sense of traditional war and domination. All of these different extraterrestrial races understand it's far past that. It's about suppressing the minds of the people. If you check out, for example, different pictures showing how quantum computational CPUs look very similar to that of large cities in the sense that processing power and all that travels through things the same way people drive down roads. What we're going to notice is that we are the information. We are a small cog in a big piece here that is being suppressed day by day by day. These towers, these 5G towers don't help it. And I'll tell you right now, they don't help it. Now, is that to say that there's some type of extremely advanced situation or is, I guess we could say very secretive internal plot with these towers? I have no evidence of that. I wouldn't rule it out, guys, but I have no evidence of that personally. If anyone does, I encourage you to bring it forward. However, when we take a step back and we, and we look at the fact that this oversimplification and over-sensationalized version or headlines of 5G towers coming out and Bill Gates and controlling the world, I don't think it's that. I think it is honestly, it's going to make our phones a lot faster in terms of the general internet service, but it has a frequential vibration to it that even these companies that even the FCC doesn't know about that suppresses the mind and enslaves the mind more so to that of a lower vibrational connection and tetherment. Now, this is where it gets even more interesting. According to Dr. Dan Burrish, he has said that when you look the programs of these mutated Nephilim, specifically when they've extracted the de the genes and the DNA from the video I just put up of that Nephilim in stasis, but in a much to mutate it with a much larger purpose. It's very similar to that of being able to control a duplicate being and a clone without a soul. So what I'm trying to say here is this. They extract the genetics from the Nephilim that is in stasis to make a much larger and more powerful one because through the help of other extraterrestrial races and through humans' own intelligence, they've been able to do this in the deep underground military bases. They create these Nephilims that, can, that don't have a spiritual soul but have just enough of an electrical impulse within their body to be able to stand upright and move. And they are then what's called tethered to that of a soldier. More, more than likely a super soldier because, again, you want to have something of power in control of something that's even more powerful in a physical sense, right? Now, 
To give a good example of this, the best example would probably be that of the movie called Us with Lupita Nyong'o that came out a couple years ago, I believe. It is a movie, it's totally fiction, but again, this is a prime example of preparing us for the possible experiments that could leak, intentionally or unintentionally. Okay, and so look, I know there's a lot to cover here. We got the towers. We have the lizard people in the uh, remote viewing process of the CIA documents. We have Dr. Dan Burrish. We have NASA trying to create shapeshifter robots, which then are is this lizard uh, allegedly allegedly are the lizard creatures way or the lizard people's way and i'm saying this not because i made up the term lizard people i'm saying this because this is according to the documents the lizard people's way of wanting to be able to harness ai and robotic energy because when you have a computer or some type of device that harnesses artificial energy it is by nature at a lower vibrational level than that of a living conscious energy all right. And so these lizard people, and I say that I know it sounds very silly, but I say that very carefully are there that are allegedly told through these documents to control these shape shifting robots that NASA wants to use. So what we're looking at here is suppression at many different angles. And now I want to make this very clear. I'm not saying, guys, that this is some type of world plan to take over the world because there's many different plans and many different things at play here it is a multi-layered chess game at many many different levels the point here though is that this is just one of many experiments working and at hand in play right now in order for us to become prepared and become subconsciously predispositioned to it let's say in a literal sense and in a metaphysical sense and so when we go to the movie theaters before COVID happened, when we go to the theaters and we watch films like Us and we watch films like Interstellar and we watch these films of space, this is not a coincidence. This is a form of predictive programming, allowing us to slowly implant this concept in our minds so that not only is Hollywood helping us bring this into our subconscious, but everything else is coming together in the real world, such as these towers that are going to frequentially lower our vibrational state. So, please let me know what you guys think. This is absolutely fantastic stuff. And I think that what we have to do here is we have to put the pieces together, even if it's in a very loose sense. It doesn't mean we have to take all of it literally, but we got to look at the evidence and we got to look at the documents and see what's going on here. And for as crazy as this might sound, I want to thank you guys so much for hearing me out and hearing what I have to say. So, thank you so much for watching and we'll catch you guys uh, tomorrow. Peace.